Hey Padre, how are you doing today? Doing pretty well, thank you very much. How about you? Well, I'm I'm feeling fantastic. I've got a lot of coffee in me. Amen. So I'm feeling full of coffee and of the Holy Spirit. Right. And that's just divine. <laughs> divine. And we're going to talk about that on this episode of Quad Cities Anglican Radio. Divine, Padre. Amen. Uh, coffee. Got those coffee can flowing be, through the veins. Yeah, coffee can be really <laughs> divine, too. Let me tell you. Yeah. Well, you know, Paulette and I, we bought some Red Band the other day. Oh, did you? How, well, how I mean, is we, it? We've, we've been good? By the you know, ground. Oh, okay. So yeah, we can yeah. brew ourselves. Sure. Sure. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, Red Band is awesome. Pretty nice. It's 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 uh it's roasted right there in their store. Amazing. And um, you know, um, really excellent flavors. This particular uh, flavor uh, that w- that we're uh, dealing with now has a lot of berries and nuts and different things like that in it. So it's 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 got uh, it's this fresh cascade of different things. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. We've been drinking chock full of nuts or Folgers. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, that's but okay. Anyway. Well, hey, chock full of nuts. <laughs> New York's heavenly coffee. Brought some of that back with me from New York. Well, so Quite a few know, cans of it. There right. you go. Hey, welcome to all of you. Thanks for joining us today on Quad Cities Anglican Radio. I hope you have your coffee, because we do, and we're your hosts. Father Don Sackett. And Father Tom Janikowski. And we thank you for coming back once again to what we hope is your favorite spot on the interwebs. Amen. Yeah. It's been a uh, just a fantastic... <laughs> it is. It's my favorite spot on the interwebs. Well, one of them anyway. Praise Hope it God. is yours too. We want to thank all of you. Thanks to all those who've joined us this week on social media or on just on our website or however it is that you came to us for downloading. Or on Patreon. Or on Patreon. Amen. It was Mr. Steve Watson. I think we thanked him last. And all of our other Patreon supporters, of right. course. And of course, our corporate sponsors. That would be Tri-City Heat Treat of Rock Island, Illinois and Mac Construction of Hampton, Illinois. Mr. Craig Mack, owner and operator, is downstairs right now. Right. In fact, just got to see him. So, yeah. Hey, Craig. I could If I pounded on the floor loud enough, he might hear us. Right. I don't know. Anyhow, but thank you. Thanks for coming back. I think that's uh, the thank yous we're going to deal with today. We're going to be talking about something really divine. Well, yeah, we're going to be talking about kind of the the, the definition of the Holy Spirit as divine, because we're dealing with uh, number two in our seven-part series on the ecumenical councils. Amen. And we're talking about Constantinople Uno today. Right. Yes. 381. 381. And we're going to talk about what happened there a little bit, share some of the things that came out of it, and uh, just, you know, kind of kind of paint with a broad brush and talk about it. So you have a when – you, when you're at your next cocktail or, or dinner party – and you're someone, and the 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 topic of Constantinople, uh, the first council of Constantinople comes up. You can say, "Oh yes," and by the way, did you know this interesting tidbit about? You think that ever happens? People are at cocktail parties and well, I think the if ecumenical you're playing, councils. I, I think if you're playing games, you know, I mean, like, uh, oh, maybe, yeah, you know, trivial pursuit or something of that nature. Obviously, you want to be boned up on your council. Sure, sure, you do. Realistically, you do. they're going to come up, right? Well, you know, actually. <laughs> You know, and if you're throwing the type of cocktail party where people t- t- sit around and talk about the ecumenical councils, please invite us. I know, right? We want that, that's the cocktail party we want to go to. We we will be there with bells on. We'll we'll bring the mixer, whatever. I'll bring a bowl of like Chex Mix with me. In fact, booze, booze, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Liquor. Please invite us to that cocktail party. Well, before we get too far afield and start talking about anything else, right. Padre, might you have a prayer for us? I do. 
The Lord be with you. <laughs> and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Amen. You know, it, it, that, that tag on the end. Serve thee you with know, a quiet that, mind? No. What? The, 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 trinit- the Trinitarian ending. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> the one we put on the end well, of every prayer. I, I was thinking, we, well, I was thinking about, yes, I, right. I, I, I guess I kind of assumed that. I thought unique right. to this one, the, unique to this collect was the quiet mind. Quiet. <laughs> well, no, no, the tag that we put on the end oh, of yes. each and every prayer, the the, the, the uh, invocation, of, invocation you know, the, of the Trinity. Absolutely. Right. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Their unity, one God, <clears throat> world, world without, without end. Unto ages of ages. Amen. Amen, yeah. And so very important, very important for yes. us. And, and, of course, that leads right into uh, our understanding here, the Constantinople of 381. It, can I just point out on that ending, yeah, it's interesting, from the Latin, is secula seculorum, in mm. secula seculorum, which does translate to either, I mean, seculus, uh, ages of ages, mm-hmm. or in a sense, world without end. Right. So, I mean, same thing. I just, I, I always find, whenever I say any of those three phrases, I always, I, I think about that. A little part of me runs off to a quiet, happy place. <laughs> And, and and looks at language. Found, I found my happy, happy place. place. World without end. My other happy Amen. place would be that that cocktail party where they're discussing the ecumenical council. Right. I, I think that would be a very happy place yeah, with, for us. Right. Well, it depends. I guess it kind of depends who's there. Right. Kind of depends who is there. I mean, the, the, and who is at a who is at a cocktail party or at an ecumenical council can be a, a very interesting thing. Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to find this here. They're the telling us to. Indeed. The the one we're talking about today, and I'm trying to get to it quickly, and for some reason I cannot find it. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, it's here. Oh, here we go. The canons of the seven ecumenical councils. We're talking about the second council of, of the church here right. today. Last week, if you recall, if you were with us last week, we talked about the first council, Nicaea one, Nicaea uno, for those of you in... In places where they like a little bit of Spanish lingo thrown in just right. for fun. Um, the First Council of <laughs> <laughs> Nicaea. Way to go. Uh, on that one. T- thank you. T- 380. Oh, so, so yeah. And Nicaea that, 325. Right, Nicaea. So we're talking now, here. Now, according to my, to my chart. Handy dandy chart. My chart. The chart. Yeah. Love the blessed the chart. The chart's a blessing. The char- a, char- a good chart is kind of like a smorgasbord. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, no, okay. <laughs> a, good, a good chart should be exacting. A good chart should tell you exactly and be concise. Well, you right? can pick different parts That's of what it we're though, looking to read for. from. Well, you're, you're picking from one particular part of that this chart, is, so it's this, kind of like a smorgasbord. The, the first seven ecumenical councils. Father, I'm going to use the word smorgasbord. Date 381. <laughs> the emperor who oversaw it, Theodosius. Key participants, Miletus, Gregory of Nazianzus, and Gregory of Nyssa. Right. There, uh, the major outcomes of uh, Constantinople was it confirmed the results of the Council of Nicaea, produced a revised Nicene Creed, and ended Trinitarian controversy. It affirmed the deity of the Holy Spirit and condemned Apollinarianism. Oh, so there you are. praise God for that. As I was going to say, I'm going to try to use the word smorgasbord in every episode we do from now until Jesus returns again. Right. So, and, and just a, just a quick summary of what Apollinarianism oh, is. Oh, well, okay. Um, just just a question. Well, I thought we picked that up 
largely actually. Apollinarius, of course, was the proponent of <laughs> Apollinarianism. <laughs> it's funny how right you get things named after you. Right. It's like talking on the Marconi. Right. You know, there you go. The 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 idea here is that Christ had no human spirit. The logos replaced it. Yeah, yeah, that Christ, uh, reading from the, the Orthodox Wiki, Christ had a human body and a human soul, but no human rational mind or noose because the divine logos right. taking its place. It, it also dealt with Macedonianism, Semiarianism, which we touched on briefly at the last at right. the last council. Semiarianism, which would also be known as Eusebianism. There you are. Uh, is Christ is of similar essence with the Father, but is subordinate to to him. Yes. And but not not the same. Similar essence. Right. But not the same. Right. Homoeus, yes. And not so, homoeus, right, yes. Right. Uh, and it's um as we're gonna see, this is being held by a group of folks. Now again, my my professor, Father Deekle, used to refer to this. He'd say it in like a, a he, I think he called himself samurai theology teacher. And he would go, No Matamachi <laughs> no matamachi. Uh, the new matamachi or the 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 spirit fighters. We're, we're gonna, <laughs> Man, <laughs> I never had that guy. That I, would have been a hilarious I class wish he, to be in. He was great. He was Man. solid and and yeah. Right. You know, um, let's see here. We're talking sixty years after the first council, roughly. I mean, I would have passed gas had I said that like that. No you know, matamachi. It takes a, it takes it a lot of internal pressure. Well, you remember? Jo- <laughs> <laughs> you, you remember? Jo- we may have to cut this part out. <laughs> no, no, no. no oh, we, uh, <laughs> do, you, do you remember John Belushi in the old, old, old Saturday Night Live? And he would be like Samurai, samurai. Taylor or whatever. And the guy would come and say, hey, can you take a little bit off these sleeves? <laughs> he had all different. It would, yeah. <laughs> can you take a little bit off of the sleeves of this jacket? <laughs> and he'd cut off. He'd pull, yeah. And so he would do it like that. Hilarious. Um, there we go. <laughs> Ecumenical Council during the reign of Theodosius the Great. Uh, um, it's interesting. Coffee just There's, through. Oh, I, oh, that's it. That, that is absolutely right. it. We um, Let's see here. The fathers who attended it, Nectarius, Bishop of Constantinople, Timothy of Alexandria, Miletius, as you had mentioned, of Antioch, Cyril of Jerusalem, Gregory the Theologian, Gregory of Nyssa. Now, it's pointed out that not even one bishop from the West attended. Did you know that? Which is not unheard of. And in fact, I, I believe there was never a bishop of Rome who attended any of the seven councils. They would send, uh, what, legates or something. But I don't believe there was ever a pope that attended, not a, a Roman pope that ever attended a council of of the church. Um, and that's the case with Constantinople I. Of course, it's held, as we said, in Constantinople. And it's 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 continues much of the work of the first council. Now I have to go on my little diatribe here about one of the church fathers. Can I? Go ahead. My, the, I was I was ordained on to the priesthood on the fourteenth of June, which in much of the Western Church is kept as the the feast of Saint Basil the Great, okay, Bishop of of Caesarea, mm-hmm. and Basil. Is and I'm going to get this wrong, but he's he's made a deacon, I think, first in like maybe the year thirty something, uh, three thirty something, okay, and he dies in what is it in three seventy nine, okay, he misses the first and the second council, okay, and yet Basil is this this great proponent of of orthodoxy, obviously a great pillar of orthodoxy for the early church, right. 
And some of the players, as it were, on the Orthodox side in this council, one in particular, Gregory the Theologian, whom he referred to as Gregory Nazianzen, as he's known in the West. Right. Uh, it's said that Greg, uh, I've read somewhere that Basil spoke through Gregory at the council. Uh, Gregory, of course, is you know close friend and, and and student of a sense. I think he was ordained by by uh, Basil, but. Uh, much of the work taken up by this, my great hero of the faith, he never gets to present in person at a council. He dies two years before the council is held. Now, let's pick those apart if we can. Uh, we said that, of course, the second of the seven ecumenical, ecumenical councils deals with, first of all, the heresies of Macedonianism and Apollinarianism, which are both offshoots of the Arian heresy in one form or another. So, Macedonianism, Father, you had said, taught by a group of folks known as the Numatamachi, the f spirit fighters. And uh, they are semi-Aryans, teaching that the sun was eternal, mind you. They, they did believe he was eternal, however, of not one essence with right. the Father. Not the same substance. Not the not same stuff. Not the same substance. So, it's very different. And a, a nuance from Arianism, mind you. Right. Arianism, of course, and you remember the song from last week? Right. There once was a time when he was, was not, not, when he was not, not when he was not. not. There once was a time when, when he, he was, was not, long, long ago. Okay, there we go. Thank you. That was the belief of Arius. That's the, the, the song of Arius. Right. That indeed, Christ is not. Now, see, it, I think because we both sang, anybody who's listening in stereo kind of got. They did. Right. Yeah, I'm going to probably dub this. <laughs> I'm probably going to mix it down to a mono file, though. So if people are sleeping with only one earbud in listening to us, right. they'll still get both of our voices. <laughs> okay, that's important. Because our first few episodes, if you listen while you're falling asleep with one earbud, right. it'd be like either you or me talking right. in this disjointed conversation that had oh. no... It was awful. Well, so when you're trying to go off to La La Land. There you are. Anyhow, so yeah, Arius, of course, teaches this this extreme form of, well, Arianism. It's like listening on the Marconi. It's named after him, of course. Right. And the Seminarians, uh, do, are they okay with Christ's eternity, the Son's eternal nature, but not of this one essence, that he's just like the Father? Right. Now, the other problem about this is they also taught, as we're reading here, that the Holy Spirit was not eternal and consubstantial with the Father and the Son, but rather a creation of the Father and an action of the Son. Right, Macedonianism. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Now, this is a problem. So, I've got my chart here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Good. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think where it is. It's, I'm reading, this is from a, uh, a Roman Catholic um, OP, Order of Preachers. He's a Dominican, right. Brother Athanasius Murphy. So, he's, uh, he's, he's an Irish Irishman named after Athanasius. Irish! Uh, sure, Bigora. <laughs> he, he says, this is a... Uh, uh, Basil argues, I think this is uh, where we are. Here we go. What makes us Christian, he asks. And this is Basil writing in his book on the Holy Spirit, a great book that you should all read, a short book, powerful book, available from uh, SVS Press. You can get a hold of that. I think it's also free online. You can read the whole On the Holy Spirit by Basil. What makes us Christians, Basil asks, our faith, everyone would answer. How are we saved? Obviously, through the regenerating grace of baptism. How else could we be? We are confirmed in our understanding that salvation comes through the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm. If we now reject what we accepted at baptism, we will be found further away from our salvation than when we first believed. Mm. So if th these people, these men who were rejecting, uh, rejecting the full divinity of the Holy Spirit, mm. they're, they're going against their baptismal the, the the symbol that they were baptized under the 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 name in which they're baptized father son and holy spirit 
Amen. Yeah. Do you think there's anybody out there? Here's here's our question for you, dear listener and father. Um, folks who might deny the divinity of the Holy Spirit today, do you think it still exists? Or or maybe misunderstand the Holy Spirit? Right. I think that I think that's that would be, more the I case. think that would be more the case, absolutely. Yeah. You find folks, I think, sometimes, I forget who said this to me a long time ago, but the the holy spirit becomes like a third wheel or becomes like the yeah the 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 side thing that's kind of forgotten oh yeah and there's also the holy spirit well you have that and then you have people that uh, would misrepresent necessarily what or who the holy spirit is or how he manifests himself specifically sure they would sure. they would they would uh, use emotionalism uh, as a, as 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 kind of a proof as that, long as I that, can get whipped up, there. yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm getting if I'm getting myself hyped up and everything, well then then boy, the Holy Spirit was present, and uh, boy, we had a great time. Or if, if somebody was, you know, had a uh, was was you know preached a good a sermon or something of that nature, well, the Holy Spirit was present and, and you know so forth and so. And that's not to say that there can't be spirit filled preaching. Of course, by any means, of course, not at all. Yeah. We don't want to. Or I mean, and, and worship. I think, in fact, whenever I'm at the mass, well, the Holy Spirit is present. Right. Obviously, right. Uh, the spirit is present. Trinity is present in in the liturgy. So yeah, I mean, but the but the, the spirit can work. But, <laughs> it but, does but work. the idea, the connection, the connection with emotionalism right. or feelings, right, right, that somehow <clears throat> I feel a certain way, therefore that equals, you know, and so what happens is is that if you don't get that feeling, does that mean that the Holy Spirit wasn't present? Right. No. Yeah. Or does that mean that God doesn't hear you? Right. Or does that mean that God that that somehow God didn't interpret something to you? Or what what if what if you're going through a time of aridity? Aridity. aridity sure. You know. Sure. Where it feels like God is distant from you, yeah. uh, yet you're trying to press in to Him. Remember that God has not moved. God has not removed Himself from you. Right. <clears throat> he is in the same place. It is we who move. Right. Either draw near. Or pull away. So there are there are great times, uh, obviously, when there's confirmation of things. There's we get we get revelation, personal revelation, special revelation. Uh, we we can we can, you know, certainly there are times when 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 that when those kind of things uh, 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 fulfill us and, and make us content, and even we we have an emotional response from those things. But sure. lack of emotion. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that he's not there either. Right. It can't be equated with emotion. In fact. Right. Not at all. And right. that's. Uh, I mean, and certainly the spirit, the Holy Spirit, could could evoke emotion in a person. Right. That's not the. That's not the end all and be all of it by any means. Right. In fact, emotion can tend to be a very, very, you know, tend to be a very misleading um, means of interpreting what's going on Amen. by all means. So, to this, and this is interesting, the the creed, as we said. At the, if you recall from last week, dear listener, we went through the the creed that was given to us at the first council. Okay, and if you recall, there was a, there was at the end after we talked about the the person of the the, the first person of the Trinity and the person the second person of the Trinity, there is simply the the line and the Holy Spirit. And that's how the Nicene Creed, in its first form, ended. Well, at least the, talking about the persons of the Trinity and the Holy Spirit. To this, the Council of 381, Constantinople one, comes out and adds a substantial amount, doesn't it, about the Holy Spirit? Right. And just and we'll talk about this now. It, we, it adds, and we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and Giver of life, who proceeds from the Father 
who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. So, this clarifies it, doesn't it? Right. If, if you're trying to combat this heresy of Macedonianism, or the Numatamachi, I love saying that. It's great. Can you say it once? Can you say it? Can you say it? Say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. Numatamachi! Uh, there you go. Numatamachi. <laughs> the spirit fighter, those who fought against the divinity of the spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Um, to that, the council comes out and says very clearly, we believe in the Holy Spirit, as the first council stated, right. but also says, the Lord and giver of life who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. Right. Um, that's profound. Amen. That sets the Holy Spirit, uh, rather than just being some, co- some sort of angelic uh, force mm-hmm. or some sort of life force or spirit force, separate from the work of the, of the Trinity, or separate from the work of God, makes it actually one, in essence, with the Trinity, in the Trinity, right, and one in essence with God. Where, wherever, wherever one person of the Trinity is, because of their unity, they're all there. We often said that phrase, and I forget who said it first, but when when God operates, He always operates as Trinity. Right. You don't get just one kind of going. Hey guys, I'm going to go do something now. Right. You all take care. Mind the shop while I'll be back. Right. God works as a Trinity, operates right. as a Trinity, because mm. He is Trinity. Okay. Now, to that, our next one then, the Second Council, also not only Macedonianism, but as you pointed out, Apollinarianism, named after? Apollinarius. There you go, a man of Laodicea. And it teaches, once again, that Christ, Jesus Christ had a human body and human soul, but no human rational mind, or noose, because the divine Logos had taken its place. And again, mm-hmm. this is condemned. Um, well, I mean, from a, just from a rational perspective, what he's saying is that in, in that case, our Lord would not have a free will like us. Right. And therefore, it would have been taken over by the, the, the Logos, okay? Right. Which would be the Holy Spirit. And therefore, he would not be subject to his own free will. But I think that that, that does a, a, a lot of damage. Oh, heavens. Simply uh, to, to, the, to the gospel, because we see that our Lord especially in the Garden of Eden, when we see when he, he sweated great Garden, drops of blood. Garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane, right. Did I say Eden? You said Eden. Did That's I say okay. That? That's all right. No. Oh, they're both mean gardens. I didn't say that. I was thinking Gethsemane. They, I guess they looked similar. Oh, they, they both had goodness. hyacinths planted. Yeah. I made that up. Olive well, I trees. I Go ahead. I don't know. You know, prehistoric stuff. But what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> there you anyway. go. Not my will. Right, but thy will be done. And so, therefore, right. he gave over his will. He, he submitted his will to that of God. He allowed God's will to, to be done and, and, and submitted that to him, knowing and, and the proof of his understanding what was to come. Right. Was that was the, the, the great drops of blood, the stress that sure. he was under. Sure. Um, and, um, and we're going to talk about this later as the councils go on, the, the heresy of monothelitism. The belief that God, that Jesus only had one will um, is right. condemned as well. That indeed he does have both human and divine will. The one of the the key things, and I um, I want to say it's Saint. Um, help me here. Help me. Is it Athanasius or Irenaeus or someone else who ends with an us? He says that which is not assumed cannot be saved, or is not saved. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when when the second person of the Trinity assumes manhood. Mm-hmm. 
he assumes the full fullness of manhood without sin. Right. So that he can save the fullness of humanity. Mm. It's all about him assuming what we are so that we can become what he is. And it's uh, everything is assumed. You know, intellect, desire, he got hungry, thirsty, felt pain at his passion, you know, suffered. Um, presumably liked a good joke now and again, I assume. You think if someone came up to him and said a good joke, he had a, a human sense of humor? I can only assume. You know, I mean, well, I mean, Hollywood might I mean, he, take, take license with that situation. I have no idea. You know, uh, we saw that. Um, I can only assume he has a good sense of humor because he's called us as priests. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Amen with that. Yes, uh, but no, he's, he's human. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, he would he would manifest himself in every way. Uh, are you? I mean, what you're saying is that he wouldn't necessarily be a dry ball. <laughs> you know, he well, would, he, well, he would I mean, have he would have he would he would express every 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 bit of uh, of humanity that we would. He would be gregarious. He would have sure. a sense of humor. He would be intellectual. He would and 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 and, and he would be practical. Well, yeah, he fact, would be creative. He would have all this. He would have every bit of creativity and everything right. uh, that that we would display because all those attributes are given were were found in God and therefore yeah. in, in Adam. I mean, and think about that. Right. When when the Orthodox uh, come against Apollinarianism and says that no, indeed, he Jesus had a, a human rational mind or noose. Well, yeah, the rational mind and intellect. That, well, humor is a part of that, isn't it? Understanding uh, Apollinarians, <laughs> they don't ascribe to him this human rational mind or noose. Right, a big error, big error. Kind of makes him almost like a little robot in a sense, like a divine robot. Right. No, we don't believe that. Right. He's not a divine robot. By any means, so those are kind of the big things that uh, the, the Constantinople picks up. We also hear that yes, indeed, the adaptation of the Nicene Creed and the teaching of the Holy Spirit, right? Very important things. There are canons that come out of it. And we're not going to read through these. There are actually, if I go back to this, there are how many? Nine. There are seven canons that come out of the Second Ecumenical mm -hmm. Council, and we're not going to go through all of those. There now. Did, let's by the let, way, let's oh, talk about. For those who may not understand what a canon is. Sure. Literally the word canon. From right. Go ahead. Oh, well, it means like a rule or right. a measuring stick. A, a reed. A reed. A and cane. Right. And, yeah. and, and it's how we would, how it, it would be, it would be a, the, an adoption of a standard. Right. And so, the, and so in these, in these specific councils, uh, not only did they have, did, did they, you know, obviously battle heresies and different things like that, but they established standards within the church that would right. allow, that would tell the church what is right belief. And so we would have, we, that we, if you've ever heard the idea of the canon of scripture, Right. Be basically, the standard mm. of scripture. What the what what's the, in the Bible? What's in the Bible? How did the how did the the the, the uh, church receive the, the church yeah. receive these? How did the councils treat these? What was the standard by which the New Testament was adopted? Of right. course, we've been over some of that before. In that it had to be apostolic. The writings had to be either attributed to an apostle. <clears throat> um, you, you know, for example, Saint Mark we talked about before was the scribe of Saint Peter. Yeah, uh, uh, we know that we know that certain people acted as scribes for Saint Paul. Oh, that although Polycarp sits at the feet of Saint John the Divine, right? Yeah. So you know we you know but uh, but then we accept Saint Luke's gospel and his account of uh, of of Acts because he was with right. as a historian. Right. 
uh, the apostles, and so we, we accept, they, they accepted that as apostolic. And so very important, there's a standard, and so those things that are left out of that standard are not apostolic. They, they don't conform rightly to that standard or to that canon, and therefore right. they're not considered apostolic. I, they're not of the faith. I started going the wrong direction with St. Polycarp there, actually. I thought you were going somewhere else and. Not to say that St. Polycarp wrote any of the books of the New Testament. That's right. not where I was going. I was going in a different direction. I apologize. Well, we're just, we're, you know, we're just <clears throat> free, throwing out names. You know. Free, free, just <laughs> running wild here. There you go. Um, Praise the, This idea of canon, or the idea that these canons of the councils, um, they're important. And they, they are part of the holy tradition. Right. And it's interesting that the ancient church understands, we'll not go belabor this very long, but the tradition, the holy tradition, includes all of these things. It includes the councils. And indeed, it includes it includes scripture, which sits kind of at the pinnacle of tradition. Indeed, um, all of these different things—the liturgy, the iconography, the uh, the teaching, the writings of the fathers—all these things are included within the holy tradition. So, yes, these canons of these seven ecumenical councils are very important. Well, and, the creed and that we comes see, out of it, and we see that these these are foundational. It, it's important. Amen. It's important that for you as a Christian. To understand that that to define our Lord Jesus Christ as anything other than what the Nicene Creed defines him as, uh, and what has come out of these councils, would would be to be would, would be a different God. Absolutely, it would be completely a different religion. Totally it would be different. a different God and lead you in a way that that that's not right. And so it's very important that that these councils be understood for what they are. Absolutely, um, and therefore also, but 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 also the Holy Spirit. You know, we can't think of the Holy Spirit as a as a created being. He proceeds from the Father, Father. okay, and in the Latin Church, the Son. <laughs> in the Latin heresy of filioquism, and, and, right. and so we, we we see we no doubt about it. We we see that 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 that's important to have a right belief. Right. Otherwise, what are we doing? Uh, as we look back in 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 Scripture, we see in, right. in Numbers chapter sixteen. What are they doing? Well, they're offering strange fire before sure. the Lord, which is what a strange worship. Strange it's offering. A, it's a different God. Right. Heterodoxy. That, that's that. That is very important to for us to understand, because it uh, it's not a smorgasbord, so to speak. It is not a smorgasbord. These oh. little these these these. Thank you for these saying smorgasbord. Very important. These very important understandings can 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 lead you by degrees. Way off base. Absolutely, it's like a, an archer or a, a rifleman looking at a target, and that's a hundred yards away. Mm -hmm. And if you're off by just a f just a hair right. at the muzzle, by the time you get to the target, you've missed it by a mile. Well, not a mile, but you missed it by a lot. Right. Yeah, and, you've got to be on. You know, I mean, and an inch <clears throat> can be a lot. Exactly. Five inches can be just a small adjustment. I mean, you're talking about the faith. You, right. You don't want to miss the mark when it concerns the faith. You don't right. want to miss the mark. Right. Amartia, well, the, the, in the, fact, amar amartia, I think, is the Greek for sin. Right. It I think it literally means missing the mark. Right. Well, you know, and 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 the important correct thing here. Correct me if anyone out there knows. The important thing here is that is that what is, is that is that as you understand who God is, as the Church has defined Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Right. Okay. Now we know there's an element of mystery here that we cannot fully define. And we can't or, understand or, or, or him fully, fully in his essence, absolutely. At, 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 but at the same time, in the way that these councils have set forth the definitions and given us a right understanding of him, to have an understanding of our Lord 
outside of what these councils have decided mutates our understanding and our relationship with him. Absolutely. It radically changes whether or not we receive grace from him, whether we see him as whether we see God as loving, caring, or as an ogre, right. or what have you. Very important consequences right. to a misunderstanding of the nature of God outside of the definition of these councils. Radically alters how we approach him. Right. Radically. Right. And that is very important. Right. And, and, and we see and we see the consequences of those radical departures within the Reformation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, Padre, we're at thirty four minutes. No way, really. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, way. <laughs> well, <clears throat> this was uh, wow. Uh, we were, this went by in a heartbeat. It seems right. The Second Council of the Church, the First Council of Constantinople, once again for you. Condemns Macedonianism and Apollinarianism, which are offshoots of the Arian heresy. Of course, one of them being Numatamachi, the uh, spirit, those who, def, who who deny the divinity of the Holy Spirit. Right. It, it expands and adapts the Nicene Creed, especially on the Holy Spirit, and then uh, issues these seven canons. Will, we should put up a link for uh, Intertext, which has a really good uh, layout of all the canons, if anyone really wanted to see them and look at them. Right. You could do that. Sure. But I think we've, uh, boy, we've just about covered Nicaea. We're just about Constantinople one. Right now, now, <clears throat> while these two councils covered the the Nicene Creed, right, we did uh, say the first portion of the Athanasian Creed last week, and uh, like to say the second portion of the Athanasian Creed as we close. Would that be fine? How, how long is it? it? It's not long. Oh, okay. As, as its verse. Oh, there you are. Okay. Well, um, before we, it, it, before it, it we get talk there. about the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ, it is necessary. Furthermore, it is necessary to eternal salvation that he also so believe faithfully the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the right faith is that we believe and confess that our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is both God and man. He is. God of the substance of the Father begotten before the worlds, and he is man of the substance of his mother born in the world. Perfect God, perfect man of reasoning, soul, and human flesh subsisting. Equal to the Father as touching his Godhead, less than the Father as touching his manhood. Who, although he be God and man, yet he is not two, but is one Christ." One, however, not by conversion of Godhead into flesh, but by making manhood into God. One altogether, not by confusion of substance, but by unity of person. For as reasoning soul and flesh is one man, so God and man is one Christ, who suffered for our salvation, descended into hell, rose again from the dead, ascended into heaven, sat down at the right hand of the Father, from whence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead, at whose coming all men must rise again with their bodies, and shall give account for their own deeds. And they that have done good will go into eternal life. They that have done evil into eternal fire. This is the Catholic faith which except a man do faithfully and steadfastly believe, he cannot be saved. Thank you, Padre. That's a, that's a hard judgment you said there at the end. Whoa. Well, that was written <clears throat> a long know, time I mean, that's, ago. That's right. A long Absolutely. time ago, and it is true, indeed, unless you believe it. 
Well, we want to thank you all for joining us for this ramble through the Second Ecumenical Council. Amen. Yeah, Constantinople One. We'll be back with you next week for the third uh, Ecumenical Council, the Council held in Ephesus. We will... Um, 341. 341? Yeah, there you go. We'll be back with that next week. And we thank you for joining us on this fast and fun-filled episode of Quad Cities Anglican Radio. We are your hosts. Father Don Sackett. And Father Tom Janikowski. We thank you all for joining us. Thank you for all of our supporters. Please remember to go to qcaradio.com to check out our landing page, links to our social media, and of course that bright orange Patreon box where you too could click and do as the fully divine Holy Spirit leads you. How about Amen. that? I thought we tie this all together. And if with you get that. a good feeling out of it, that's good. If you get a good feeling, <laughs> I, I have no doubt. In fact, no doubt that everybody will get a good feeling out of clicking that Patreon box. So just, just, yeah. Can I get an Amen? Amen. <laughs> and uh, you'll see the other, you know, the whole smorgasbord of all the good stuff we've got there for you on our site. Oh, indeed. Oh, have some of the Love kale. It. Right. And a little bit of the macaroni salad. Yeah. Okay. Padre, before we close. Sriracha. Sriracha. We have packets of Sriracha sauce on our website that you can take with you, too. So, Father, before we close, might you have a prayer for us? Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. We beseech thee, O Lord, pour thy grace into our hearts, that as we have known the incarnation of thy Son, Jesus Christ, by the message of an angel, so by his cross and passion we may be brought unto the glory of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Amen.